Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! Yeah. The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high-quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Thank you for joining us on the Horse Talk Show this week, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our TV broadcast sponsor. Not only Idaho's finest alfalfa, but some really, truly wonderful people. I'm going to talk a little more about that later. I do have Maria Lacasse back in the studio this week, my co-host. She is a massage therapist for both equestrian and equine. And I can't believe that Dancing Pete is not here this week. And Maria is. And I think her hands are supposed to meet with his shoulders at some point. We'll sort something out. Yes, we will. So, Dancing Pete, we miss you. We have a full studio this week with a great guest lineup, but we still miss you. So, we wish you were here. So, uh, we do have Megan and Colby Moore in the studio. We've actually had Megan in the studio before, which has been an absolutely wonderful experience. So good we had to have her come back and bring her husband along with her. Uh, and actually ran into um, them with Betsy from Larson at Sister's Place in Williston, the best food probably you've ever had in your life unless you've been to the Blandy farm um, which is pretty amazing as well um, and uh, we got a chance to chat to them and Colby said yes I'll come in and talk so we're going to talk a little bit uh, of cutting and uh, and Colby Moore performance horses this evening so that'll be later on but we're going to start off with a little bit of news and some announcements and of course the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games is coming up on October 22nd and that's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be at the Florida Horse Park from 10 to 4 p.m. We're going to do show jumping, dressage, horse racing, reining, roping, barrel racing, and a polo match, all on stick horses. We actually have top people from each sport coming to teach you uh, the sport and then judge you competing with your hobby horse at the sport. It should be fun. It'll be really fun. I think it'll be a blast. You know, one of my favorites to watch when people do the stick horses is dressage. I was actually watching a couple of YouTube videos last night of people doing dressage on stick horses. It was pretty good. It was it was really pretty good. But I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think we'll really enjoy it. There'll be vendors, food trucks. Um, Larson Hay is providing free hay rides. There'll be some horse demos. There's actually going to be a driving demo as well. Um, there'll be a horse breed exhibit and then an all breed parade and you can ride your stick horse in the parade if you'd like as long as you stay clear of the real horses free admission um, for all ages the parade is going to run between 2 and 2 30 
and then we're going to have the horse racing after that and then we'll wrap it up with a polo match on stick horses so ocala polo um done a great job uh for us there and actually you go to my personal facebook you go back a couple posts and you can find a um a picture of jason reynolds dragging a sack of hay uh through the donations and uh, i just i can't say enough about jason reynolds actually i just he's such an amazing guy he's uh He's one of my heroes, especially in this time of post Ian the storm, as far as um, getting uh, all those donations and things uh, there at the park for us and helping us to coordinate all of that. So he's been a real gem and helping us to coordinate uh, the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games presented by Everglades Equipment, Leesburg, your local John Deere dealer. Um, and then we've got some other great sponsors, Invictus, Larson Hay, of course, Ocala Polo, um, who've helped us. And of course, the CEP's Equine Initiative presented by Piranha. So um, really a, a great deal of people who've got involved to make this possible. When we started out, as always with our CEP events, we were going to put money into the Equine Disaster Fund. Um, that is also our education fund, a kind of split as far as equine education, equine disaster. But we're going to focus the money from uh, this particular event uh, to the disaster efforts for Ian as we continue to um, save up funds. So that has changed direction a little bit uh, as far as the fundraising part goes, but to a very good cause as so many horse owners are still in very difficult situation down south. Some other event mentions. Urban Cowboy Night, December the 3rd at Stirrups and Strides. That is in Citra on Highway 318. That is going to be at their covered arena. And it's always a lot of fun. Their annual events are fantastic. The event is 5 to 9 p.m., some country dancing. I have a feeling that Dancing Pete will show up here and make everybody dance. Are I told him. The Pete will. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. That's a great event. And all the funds from that go to the 501c3 Stirrups and Strides Therapeutic Riding Center who help. Um, people who are both physically and mentally disabled uh, to be able to ride and they use the, the certainly use the horses in their program to help those people and give them support as well as veterans and they help people of all ages adults and children um, it's a really a great program it does a lot for um, for folks with disabilities so this uh, urban cowboy night's really going to help them out a lot and don't forget the Dolly Parton contest. Diva like Dolly. You can do it. All we need to do is dye your hair blonde. We'll have to get you a wig. I'll get a wig. That's also December 3rd at 6.30 p.m. during the event. It's a $20 entry fee, um, which is the suggested donation. And I'm one of the judges. Oh, you know, Megan Moore could do it. She's got the blonde hair and the tiny waist <laughs> and she's beautiful. That's it. She could be the winner, Diva the Dolly, yes, for sure. <laughs> so I think those are all of our events, actually, for this evening, aren't they? Yes. Do we have another one? We have one more. Oh, Ooh. Nirvana's having the You Don't Need a Beauty Potion to Enjoy Magical Savings this October at Nirvana Medical Spa. They've got some fantastic specials. We've got those up there on the screen. Versa Lip Filler, uh, True Sculpt um, Fat Reduction, uh, secret RP non-surgical facelift. Lots of great specials at Nirvana. So check them out. Nirvana Medical Spa Ocala for magical savings. And don't forget that Piranha's Golf Tournament is coming up. 
The schedule of events here is up on the screen in December. This is going to be a really classy, top-notch event. I talked to Tom DeSillo today, and this is going to be phenomenally well done. $75,000 in prizes, um, Thursday, December 15th. Um, their guests will arrive and have a tour of World Equestrian Center and check in for the hotel. And then there'll be a meet at the Marion Theater for the screening of the Piranha Life documentary at 6 p.m. Friday, breakfast, registration, golf tournament, uh, lunch buffet, silent auction. And they are also um, giving the money to charity beneficiaries. Heart of Florida Youth Ranch Equestrian Program is going to be one of them. And they are also going to be helping out with the Ian Storm victims as well with the with the money from this. So some top pros, golf uh, with PGA pro Ted Potter. So this is going to be a fantastic event. And then Rogue. Uh, Mallory Wheeler has been posting Rogue now since the storm. And um, she has upped the reward to $2,500. This girl, hats off to her for searching for this precious horse. My heart goes out to her. I can only imagine how devastated she must be with him missing since the storm. So um, if you've seen him, please let us know so we can let her know. Um, and they are still searching the woods and the uh, water areas all around the farm there and searched miles. Uh, they've sent out drones and airboats and everything. And um, we're just praying for his safe return. He looks like such a sweetie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I would like to mention the Mangalaga Marchador, the National Horse of Brazil. <laughs> I got to have a ride on him last night at uh, Claudia's farm, and he is precious. This is a three-year-old stallion. This is how good Claudia Balandi is at CC Balandi, that this horse is just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, three-year-old stallion, so well-behaved, and has only had a few rides. Um, I think he's only maybe uh, been under saddle a few times, and he's just absolutely incredible. So. I'm just so impressed with this breed. So Check well him out. Oh, he's amazing, isn't he? Got to wrap it up. Coming right back up after this, we've got Dr. Kayot. He's going to be talking about horse miscarriage. Stay with us.
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to FeedDAC.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. Justine Dutton, Grand Prix show jumper and previously international event rider coming to you from Notting Hill Stables in Ocala, Florida. Here at Notting Hill Stables we use Equine Therapy International PMF ActivoMed blankets on all of our show jumpers. These help to relax muscles and promote blood flow and circulation. We use the ActivoMed blanket on a daily basis as well as at competitions. It helps us a lot at competitions, especially before they start jumping. The tense horses really like it because it just helps to relax their muscles so they feel ready and confident to go in the ring. After the horses have jumped, we like to put it on and it really helps with recovery. I would highly recommend Equine Therapy International and all their products for all your therapeutic needs. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hey, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show on Equus Television on all smart TV networks. And we're here at Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care. And I have Dr. Adam Kayot here with us. And we are going to talk a little bit about a topic we haven't covered before. Um, why Louisa's sweating so much. No. <laughs> I'm not a non-sweater, by the way. I'm not crying. Um, no. Uh, let's talk a little bit about embryonic death, abortion, and then also cover a little bit on twins because that's a, a different situation with horses than, than most of us. So um, share a little bit with us about some of the things that can cause an abortion in a horse. Well, a, a, abortion in horses is a frustrating um, problem. Um, certainly, uh, depending on the process, uh, the owner and the veterinarian has spent, could have spent a lot of time trying to get this mare in full and, and, and have her carry a full successful to term, um, can, can be, um, very frustrating to say the least if, um, she aborts or something happens to that foal, uh, after you've done all this work, spent all the time, spent all the money trying to get her there. Um, things that cause abortion, um, certainly viral things like, like rhino is, is known to cause abortion. There's, there's other viruses out there that can cause abortion. There's, they can, um, if the mare gets a bacterial infection or a placentitis, um, where the placenta becomes inflamed, that, that can cause abortion. And then many times, many times we, um, we don't know what causes it. It's just, it just happens or unknown, unknown etiology. So, 
Um, those are the those are the most frustrating, and unfortunately, those are the ones that happen most often because um, a lot of times we don't we don't have a reason for it. So that can be very frustrating. Um, <clears throat> certainly, um, if they have twins, they often abort. So as far as the twin twins go, we we try to check for pregnancy approximately two weeks after ovulation, and at that time, you can typically see one or two vesicles and and if there are two vesicles we we typically uh what we call pinch off one so we crush one vesicle and that allows the other vesicle then to mature properly and 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 uh, be fold now certainly there are stories out there of horses that have had twins successfully however that's a very small percentage and nine probably probably less than one percent of twins will be developed I mean, will will be delivered to term, and many times, even if they are to term, one will one will die or be be really small and, and be um, you know not thrive. So we try to avoid that, and and the best way we can avoid that is determining pregnancy early and and reducing one of the one of the vesicles so that the other one can can mature properly. So if if that is missed. And, and some, sometimes it happens. Sometimes um, we don't know, or um, there's all kinds of things that can that can lead to why you would not know there's twins there. But um, typically, those those mares will will typically abort around the six to seven month time, and you'll typically see two fetuses uh, uh, delivered typically at that point. Um, <clears throat> so. So this all kind of runs together, but um, certainly if if you had a history of, of a mare that that has aborted or or has has lost a pregnancy in the past, there are things that you can do. You can try to prevent placentitis or bacterial infection um, uh, getting into the uterus with caslics with uh, antibiotics throughout throughout her pregnancy term. Um, make sure they're vaccinated properly. Make sure they they have their um, um, rhino shots and those things. Everything you can do to to um, try to prevent to try to prevent early pregnancy loss is is what we try to do. Put them on a, a progesterone, you know, like like, like Regimate, and and that helps support the pregnancy as best you can. So all my horses that have had a history of abortion, they basically go on Regimate from day one when we know that know that she's in foal, or even after she ovulates. Um, we'll put we'll put them on Regimate or or Alternagest, and I will basically keep them on that until about 120 days. 120 days post pregnancy is when the Actual fetus takes over production of the progesterone, and um, then I'll typically I'll typically draw a progesterone level on the mare to make sure that it's where it needs to be. And if it's if it is, then typically I can take them off. If I have a particularly bad mare or one that has multiple um, early early loss, then I'll just keep them on the regimate throughout their whole pregnancy, basically, um, because it, it, it's too much. It's too much time, too much money put into trying to get this bear in full to take any chances. So we try to do everything we possibly can to prevent that from happening. And so um, if a if a mare has a bad colic during a pregnancy, is it very difficult if it's a kind of a severe colic? Is it very difficult to prevent a uh, potential abortion from that? Certainly any stressful situation like that um, doesn't help us at all. And especially if, if it's a colic that they end up having to do surgery on. Number one, it can be depending on where she is in her term. It can be hard to do the surgery because you've got this big, big fetus sitting in the abdomen that you're trying to get in and work around. 
and the anesthesia is the anesthesia is um, you know rough on them, and and it certainly doesn't help holding that pregnancy. So certainly, if that happens, we jump to all all things that we can do. You know, keep them on the progesterone, uh, even sometimes um, give them some like ventipulment or something to to help relax that smooth muscle to keep keep the uterus happy and and we try to do everything you possibly can sometimes it doesn't matter what you do she's still going to abort but um certainly you don't like that to happen when when they're pregnant exactly absolutely and then does it ever happen just to wrap this up where a foal can die um within in the mare and then not actually abort on on its own does that happen well typically if a foal dies the mare will get a ri- get rid of it at some point um, certainly it's not typical for them just to be in there and, um, because they, they become necrotic and that, and the, and the body says, no, this has to get out of here. It's not good. Um, so typically that will happen at some point. Um, certainly it's not like, you know, mares are not like women in the fact that, um, we can't, we can't hear a heartbeat all the time. It's, it's too big. You can't put the sonogram on, you know, on, on the mare's belly and hear the heart beating and stuff. So, so. Basically, at, at a point, we have to assume that Mother Nature is doing its job. And then certainly after, when it gets to a certain point, we can palpate the mare. And, and um, you know, obviously, if the, if the foal's moving and you feel the fetal movement, that's great. And, you know, everything's good. But, um, you know, it can happen. But typically, if it does happen, um, the mare will, will abort the fetus. Dr. Adam Kayot here at Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care covering some uh, equine abortion. We hope that we don't have that situation, of course, but good to know what to look for and very important to be aware of the twin situation as well. Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care and our broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and Midnight Rose Equestrian. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com.
you're tired of the rigors of keeping your horse's water troughs clean and free of algae, you need the Drinking Post Waterer, an automatic waterer for horses, livestock and cattle. Field tested for over 40 years, the Drinking Post Waterer is the gold standard of non-electric automatic waterers. Check them out on Facebook or find them on the web at dpwaterer.com. <laughs> broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here in the studio with my co-host, Maria Lacasse. And we have some special guests. It's good to have you back. (laughs) We missed you, and my shoulders did too, by the way. We have some special guests in the studio. We have the Moore family. We have Megan and Colby here from Colby Moore Performance Horses. Very glad to have you both with us. Thanks for having us. It's lovely to have you back. I know. It's glad to be back. When you said it was like before Mother's Day, I'm like, what? It's been a minute. And I mean, it looks awesome in here. I'm so excited to be back and to get to have some time with you again. And drag the hubby back. Right. Absolutely. We talked about him so much the last time. I was like, might as well bring him in. Might as well bring him in so his ears are burning. Right. (laughs) And we saw you at Sister's Place. Oh, yeah. It was there with Betsy. Best place to get breakfast or lunch. Isn't it? I know. Doesn't she do a phenomenal job? The food is like, mm-hmm. I need to go to this place. You yeah. do. It's, it's, it's like off the charts. Pretty great. It is pretty it's great. It's a five-day-a-week thing for me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, it's really funny, but when Betsy and I were there one day, we went for breakfast, and then we actually went back afterwards for like a coffee or something because we went over to the Fortner Farm to, with Michelle. Right. And when we came back over, the same people that went for breakfast were coming back in for lunch. <laughs> and I was like... That's convincing yeah. right there. When you want to do two meals a day in exactly. that place, that's good stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you don't so, get tired Michelle, of it. Michelle, we love you. Right. I rarely have to cook anymore, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Maybe I need to move to Williston. Right. So, Colby, we didn't 
have you in the studio with us. So I'm going to start with you. Tell us a little bit about how you got into horses. Were you a very young man when you got started? Well, You're still was, a very young man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a third generation. Um, well, fourth generation in horses on both sides. Um, my dad's side, my granddad was a cutting horse trainer. Um, my dad, my dad's cutting horse trainer. Um, both of them still train cutting horses in Williston. Um, on my mother's side, my great-granddad was an Olympic hunter-jumper trainer. My granddad was a racehorse trainer, and then mom <laughs> showed cutters and hunters and everything else growing up. And Mr. Multidiscipline. Okay, yeah. I expect to see you on a stick horse at the Hobby Horse Equestrian <laughs> Games in every single sport. Right, right. All, all around. All, all around. around. Right. You're the all around. That's great. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, I started young riding and kind of had to make the decision whether I wanted to do some jumping or want to do some cutting and I kind of threw a little bit of a fit when they told me I couldn't wear my Wranglers at the jumping so I, <laughs> I uh, decided to start cutting and you can uh, wear your Wranglers at the hobby horse right <laughs> right and uh, started cutting when I was five years old and had a good career in the youth as an and as a non-pro and uh, about a year or two about two years ago gave up my non-pro card and started training for the public Wow, game changer. Yes, ma'am. Yes, so ma tell us a little bit about kind of how that, which you enjoy the most, and I'm sure you love being able to teach the sport to others, right? Right. That's that's probably one of my main things that I do. You know, um, I've always loved showing horses ever since I was a young kid and taking care of horses and everything. And But around here, the people are one of the biggest things, you know, I would probably say I equally love training young horses and training people in it just as much. Training something from the ground up and really knowing you taught that horse everything that it knows or kept it tuned up for what it does. And then the people that I've got to start from the ground up that whether they barely had ever ridden a horse before or they've ridden their whole life, but I've always wanted to ride a cutting horse and didn't know how to get into it. And I've had some good success with some clients and uh, where they've started at the smallest level, which is the 2000 Limited rider, rider or the Youth, and they've gone on and won some pretty big things, and I'm pretty proud of them. And uh, I think I get more joy out of watching them do that than I do showing myself. Really? Oh, it's it's pretty fun. So are you very competitive? Uh, I get that. I, no. I can say that. I get yeah. the, that you get this like little bit of an idea that maybe he's uh, Well, I don't like ahead. to lose. Let me put it that way. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about what we what we have here. Well, you know... That's a picture of my beautiful wife showing her. She is indeed, I would have to say, extremely. That's a picture of me in the background helping her in the herd, coaching her. And I think she won it this day, marked like 73 or 74 to win the cutting that day. And she's done a great job with that one. That's. I've got to give a lot of credit to my mount. He does a lot of the work for me. Yeah, when you got a good horse. This this mare right here is my my good mare, Highbrow Nadine. Uh, she's a highbrow CD out of a his little pet mare. Uh, we trained her there at the ranch. Me and my dad did. And uh, I've when I was a non-pro, I won a bunch on her. I mean, we won over one hundred seventeen thousand on her, and uh, on a limited budget as a, as a kid <laughs> trying to pay all my own bills. And that's probably the only horse I ever came out in the black on from buying to the time I retired her. She's a she's a pretty great mare, and I'm looking forward to riding some good babies out of her in the next in the coming years. Nice, beautiful, beautiful yep. picture. God, beautiful color. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. she she's she's something else. That was the first finals I ever made in Fort Worth as a as an adult. 
you know, I've made some finals there as a kid in the scholarship cutting, but that was my first big non-pro finals, and I think I ended up fourth or fifth in that finals, but it was a pretty big deal. Would you consider that a defining moment in your career? I would. You know, it gave me some confidence that I could compete at, at a higher level, you know, and uh, gave me some confidence as I turned pro. So when you're, um, when you're looking for kind of the ideal horse for you, mostly quarter horse sport, um, there's a few myths out there about, about horse hunting, right, in the, right. in the cutting world. And the foundation quarter horse is not necessarily your, your first choice. And, and so you're looking for, obviously, very agile. Um, there's, a, there's, there's a lot of uh, right. athletic ability required, right? So well, what kind of things do you look for? It's it, there's a lot of things. Um, as far as the foundation goes, I mean, all them foundation lines are still there. They're just way back. We've just bred them to be so specialized and so intelligent for what they have to do because these horses aren't just machines. We don't just train them to listen to us and hope they move good. And if they listen to us good enough, they're going to they're going to win. These horses have to have an instinct to them and a their own mental thinking process because this that's why it takes us eighteen to twenty four months to train one of these things as compared to anything else is to get them ready to show, we've got to teach them how to instinctively know how to work a cow and with our hand down. Not, we can't pick our hand up and tell them where to go or anything. Once we get that cow cut, we've got to put our hand down and let them work. So it comes from breeding, and it's bred into them, you know, whether it's the highbrow cats, the dual rays, the hottishes, um, highbrow CDs. You know, we've, we've got it so specialized now, and there's so many good studs out there now that – when we go out there now, we just look for the best confirmation and maybe what you knew about the moms and the dads. And, you know, the older I've gotten, the more I've gotten to train horses out of mares that I've rode in the past, whether it was as a youth that my dad trained or that now, now I'm getting into horses that I've had. <laughs> now you've, yeah, some. once you've had. And, <laughs> it's, uh, and it's amazing how what the similarities are, you know. And uh, so when I'm looking for one, I'm looking for pedigree and I'm looking for, you know, confirmation and athletic ability. Um, as far as a yearling, when I go to the sales, it just, no different than if you're going into the thoroughbred sales or anything else. You know, just looking for the best bread at the be- for the best confirmation. So it's quite a, and you've obviously got the experience, as you said, not just in your family, but even now with what you've seen you like and yes, that you're ma'am. looking for. So that really helps when you know that pedigree's there that you've got confidence in already, right? Right. Yes, ma'am. So how did you two meet? Yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> how did the romance we're, we're, begin? We're yeah. uh, <laughs> so there's a story that we told our parents in the beginning and then there's the real story. So, <laughs> so we'll hold that thought <laughs> because that noise means that we only have one minute left and I have a very, very special mention before we go to the second half of the show. Yesterday was a very special day, and I didn't know I missed it. And that was Isaac, our producer's birthday. So I can't sing. (laughs) So I'm not going to sing happy birthday to him, but you guys can when we come back. But I just want to say what a special young man he is, how blessed we are to have him on our team. He's amazing. So happy birthday, Isaac. We love you. We'll be back after this break. 
current equine microchips can migrate by up to 30%, causing difficulty when scanning. With over 70 years of collective horse industry experience, Lipchip offers a new, more effective method of microchipping, partnering with veterinarians and technology experts to ensure humane and practical microchipping. Lipchip was built by horsemen for horsemen. Nowadays, the performance horse industry is in need of both integrity and transparency. Lipchip is the future of horse microchipping, with cutting-edge technology functional for every discipline. Find Lipchip on social media and for more information, lipchipllc.com. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You ever heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. 
Welcome back to the second half of the Horse Talk Show. Presented story. by... Oh, the love story. <laughs> presented by Farm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and they are a great team at Larson Hay. In the studio, Louisa Barton with my co-host, Maria Lacasse, back in the studio with us. Midnight Rose Equestrian, she massages horses and people. And egos. Oh, and egos. Oh, good one. Yes, she does. That's right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You do. She does. And then we have special guests in the studio. We have Megan Moore back with us from months ago, and I didn't realize it was. Time just flies by. And she brought her husband, Colby, along, and we have been talking a little bit about cutting horses. And now we want to know about the romance. So what's the real story? (laughs) So the real story is we met on Tinder. And that was not approved by my parents at the time. So we came up with a story about how we ran into each other in town while I was working. And we rode that train for about a year. And then after they were like, okay, we love him. Um, we then told you broke the truth. Yeah, after, <laughs> what, after I was accepted, it was yes. all over yeah. from there. Yeah. Now, not saying every experience on Tinder is probably going to end up in marriage. Yeah. But you might get lucky like I did. So. And how long ago was that? That was almost six. seven years ago in April. Well, April, so six and a half. Oh, good. Yeah, past the yeah. 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 Okay, oh, good. Yeah. It's been a minute. We, oh, yeah. we just yeah. recently celebrated our first wedding anniversary oh. last yeah. month. Your so. wedding was beautiful. It will definitely be one I'll never forget. Your wedding was absolutely gorgeous. Lovely. Well, we have some gifts for you here before we ask more questions. Oh, and that yeah. is from Piranha. And I know you guys have a lot of yellow in yeah, your the, barn look at that we always love i know look how great <laughs> right. that is Gigi. that's a fo- that's photo worthy right there look at that floating heads yeah right. yeah it's that's fantastic i love the way they do that i was telling them about that today i was like even though they're not green they they um yeah there you go um yes they're, they're really nice bags and they put they some are. goodies in there for you guys um Fabulous. to try and actually their aloe shampoo we're taking some of that down south for a lot of the horses that have been in the um in the water you know and their skin's kind of sloughing off and right this aloe shampoo should be phenomenal and then lip chip and i have another one of these that you can have you can have one of these each and you can have lip chip chapsticks as well lip chip, lip chip is worth googling you've um, had to practice it. say that it's very times. difficult i have a terrible right. time with it but lip chips amazing uh, technology they have for um putting the you've probably seen the commercial yeah. where they put the lip chip and it doesn't migrate like it does from the nucleal joint um, which happens quite a lot on the horse and um, they're just they have a phenomenal app and program and he actually donated five thousand dollars to the ian cause as soon mm. as i told him that we were helping them so a uh, big deal great guy brad bolin is yeah. so definitely spread the word on on absolutely Lip for sure amazing what all of you and your sponsors have been doing for down there for sure it's been uh, it's heartbreaking and devastating to mm-hmm. see people in a situation it could have been us you know yeah. so right. absolutely could have been us maybe like i said not so much the storm surge but mm-hmm. definitely all the other elements and yeah. when you think about owning horses you're already stressed out enough about mm-hmm. devastation and loss and then you have large four-leggeds reliant on you as well and that's a it's a big thing well and florida is so unpredictable about where the storm's going to go i mean mm-hmm. heck it was supposed to hit us you know and then it ended up turning in course and going down south and you know you never know you can never be too prepared yeah that's for sure and sometimes you can't get prepared enough right like you can't prepare for your fences to just suddenly be flattened can you because you're not you're not ready for that no you're just not or for your feed room to be 
carried away in a storm and all your hay and feed gone or yeah, come off. back and your house is up to the roof and water you know mm-hmm. it's it's just it's a it's a it's overwhelming terrible yeah. thing so prayers for them for sure and we're just going to keep on plugging away absolutely right. so talk to us a little bit more about some of the let's do some myth busting so let's say i let's say i have a horse i think i want to maybe do some cutting on and and confirmationally pedigree and everything looks good and mm-hmm. and i'm ready to give it a try and i go out in the field with some cows and i'm my horse is not remotely scared of cows he doesn't even care anything about the cows you're not even looking at them so i call you up and i say colby i got this horse that's not scared of cows i want to try it i i think this horse is going to be great for cutting what are you going to say to me if I'm a beginner and tell you that? So what I'm going to tell you is this: <laughs> it's um, maybe the cow shouldn't be, it, maybe the horse shouldn't be that happy around the cow. Well, yeah, it might need to have a little bit of interest. Um, you know, and I and I have people that do that. You know, they come out and they have horses that um, may have some cutting bloodlines on there or something like that. They might be a six, seven year old gelding that's been day worked on, and they they bought it, and it kind of it's a little cowy whenever it comes up to something, you know, and that's all well and good, you know, if you're going to go day working and cutting on the ranch, which is where it all originated. But to be competitive in the uh, NCHA and the cut, cutting, you need to have something that's had a little bit more training in a foundation, <coughs> excuse me, to be competitive at that younger age. But there's not saying that's the only venue for that horse. You know, I have people come in there with horses like that. We put a little bit of training on them and heck, you can go into the, to the ranch cutting. You know, where you can pick up your hand and you can still go and cut a cow without the difficulty of having to put your hand down and cut. Um, I try to specialize more into the NCHA and try to teach people how to cut with their hand down and go cut. But when people come to me with horses like that, we, we can get, get them the taste of it and everything else. But if they are looking to be competitive in the NCHA, even at a beginner level, we might need to reevaluate the horse situation. <laughs> So my horse not being scared of cows is not my, like, be-all, end-all, like, oh, my, my, my horse is just doesn't care, right? Right. No, right. you, you kind of want to see a little bit of a Yeah, a little bit of a reaction. A little, a little bit, bit of a, yeah. Like, yeah, you don't want them to go running backwards whenever you see, see the thing, <laughs> you know. Um, but just because they're not scared of cows, it, it's not a, it's, it's not a, oh, then they should be a cutter, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's just a lot goes into training them, and a lot goes into uh, – getting a horse competitive enough to show show in it but like i said that's not the only place that horse can go show in you know for there's, the, there's other options if there's other options you know and with cutting training you know cutting training that's the great thing that i love about this sport not only does it help a horse for my sport but say the horse isn't cowy enough i mean it could have all the breeding i've had highbrow cats that didn't make show horses and what we'd end up doing with them they're so broke and they're cowy enough and everything else and they might cut a little bit but then it may not be open quality for what the owner wants or what what i want i'll sell them somebody and they make great sorting horses great ranch versatility horses great roping horses i mean they're just such a great all-around horse because of how they've been bred they've been bred to be trainable and that and that's really what we look look for is how trainable they are and how cow smart they are and the level of where all that is is what determines their competitiveness as a cutter. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Now, did you do you take lessons with her? Yes, I do. A lot of people suggest maybe don't do it with your spouse, but I'll tell you, yep. Colby is one of the most patient, and one of our passions is developing the passion within the rider and 
he works with so many youth and kids that throw temper tantrums, so he can deal with me all day. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's, I actually, like I mentioned when I was here before, I never rode before I met him. My first time on a horse that didn't involve a helmet and a carnival was when I met him. So, um, he's taught me everything from the ground up and definitely Mr. Miyagi'd me. I didn't get spurs until I was washing horses and cleaning stalls for a couple months. And I definitely learned the basis of everything and how much work goes into it and not always just the fun stuff. But um, I think that's, and then being able to ride so many different things and develop kind of your knowledge of what you're sitting on and what feels like what kind of all of that stuff is um, what's developed me into where I am today. And um, I have a long time to go, but he's definitely been the one that's got me there. That's awesome. Great teamwork. Well, it, and I it, can't believe that you weren't a rider. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. you, you met this horse guy on Tinder. And you're yeah. like, I think I'm going to learn to ride. I was like, I like that cowboy. Yeah. I like that cowboy. Right. And those wranglers. Right. <laughs> we got to go to break. But we've got Megan and Colby with us for another segment. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. For equine edutainment at its best, join the CEP and friends at the Florida Horse Park, October 22nd, 10 to 4 p.m. for the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games. Presented by Everglades Equipment Leesburg, your local John Deere dealer. Learn horse sports from the experts and compete from the safety of a stick horse. Enjoy a magnificent parade of horses, the vendor village, food trucks, and more. With free admission for all and for the best in horsing around, check out the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games on Facebook. Bring your stick horse or make one of your own while supplies last. See you at the park. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best. But we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. Piranha, your trusted leader in insect control for 50 years. The official fly spray for World Equestrian Center. From the strongest water-based equine spray in the blue bottle to the familiar and longtime favorite in the yellow bottle. Wipe and spray, we've got you covered. If you're looking for effective plant-based fly spray, then look for our zero bite in the green bottle. Check us out online at piranhainc.com. That's P-Y-R-A-N-H-A, piranhainc.com, to learn more about Piranha's entire family of products. Piranha, it works. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. 
I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa, Louise Barton, here in the studio, my co-host from Midnight Rose Equestrian, Maria Lacasse, back with us. Hello. Our uh, horse and person massage therapist, that's a winning team right there. You and your horse can both be comfortable, and she can make sure you work together as best as you possibly can, and she's probably going to pop out there, and um, have you ever massaged a cutting horse? Hmm? Have I? Mm. The first time for everything. That's right. right. <laughs> we have the more family here. Yeah. yeah. Have you? Uh, we have Megan and Colby with us, and we've been talking a little bit about cutting. That was neat that Natalie's horse that was a cutting horse, right? Right. Was on the commercial. Right. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Natalie's amazing. I had amazing. that horse all through its two-year-old year, and then she she uh, came to the house looking for a rope horse and ended up buying that one as a rope prospect. Yep. Turned out would like it to be a good thing, huh? Yep. Oh, yeah. yep. That's fantastic. Yeah, Natalie's horse is lovely. My um, my mini horse is over there at her farm. Okay, very cool. And her products. Right. It doesn't get any better than the green pharmacist, does Only it? Only thing that can kill my migraines. Yes, she's unreal. She's, she's, I know people who've got off anxiety medicine on her gummies. I have a dog that's itched every summer or summer long that doesn't itch anymore from her canine. Um, I know people who've used the Zen, who have horses who would never calm down, calm down in just a few days. Unbelievable. Made in Ocala. Right. Done That's right. Because awesome. honestly, I think CBD works if it's done right. Yeah. Oh, it does. It's a matter of exactly. being done right. And she exactly. makes sure it's done right. Most so definitely. And her products are all checked. And that's just, uh, it's amazing that um, Minnie that's at her house had laminitis, was on butte for two and a half months straight every single day and hasn't had any butte since it was at her farm. Really? It's just on her relief, yeah. That's it. It's awesome. So, and how terrible for a horse to have to have butte every single day, yeah. right? Terrible on their digestive system. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. it's horrible. It's horrible. And so now just now he's just on the relief. So, Natalie, we love you. We do. Yeah, nice horse, by the way. Yeah, nice <laughs> <laughs> So we've been talking a little bit about cutting. Tell us a little bit about the competition and, like, so starting out when you're a beginner and you want to compete and then kind of what you're – like goal is if you want to get to the top right. and then tell us like a little bit about your bucket list because obviously you've already accomplished a lot so that's so that's a loaded question yeah uh, you know uh, as far as the competition goes uh, it starts all the way you can start as young as five years old you know that's at how young I started that was the first time I ever showed I was five years old and uh, youngest competitors I have right now or students are six and seven, you know, uh, Finley, really neat, Finley yeah. Frost and Monkey Irwin, <laughs> or, uh, and uh, Walton, Monkey Walton. Monkey Walton. <laughs> and, uh, no, it's, uh, it's so a So little great kids deal. can get out there and oh, just man, do this. Oh, man, that's, that's my favorite part of the whole deal. I, I've, I've got probably around 
six or seven youth kids right now that I'm hauling around, and they're great. They're like little sponges about everything, and they love this sport all the way from my six-year-olds to my Mm 16-year-olds. You know, they sit there, and they'll watch cows with me. They'll watch me work horses, ask questions, ask if they can work their horse and and how to get better at it. And uh, it's, it's, I really enjoy that. You know, my dad always, when I was growing up, always had a bunch of youth kids and we would always hop up in the semi and all go to horse shows together. So those fond memories have kind of made me want to do that more with kids and adults Mm -hmm. too. I have plenty of adults that I love teaching, but don't tell them, but I like the kids a little better. (laughs) No one. Right, right. This is a secret. You didn't hear that. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, but as far as my accomplishments go, you know, what I've accomplished, I'm happy with, but I'm not satisfied with that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot more I'd like to do. I'd like to make the dirty finals and win that one day, which is always working towards. I've hoping I've got a good shot this year, but that's what you always hope for. And um, I've got a good Meekum Blue stud that I'm going to show, and then I'm going to catch ride another horse when I get out there uh, for one of my buddies. And uh, so that's probably one of my main goals. And I'd like to get to the million dollar mark and make make it to the Riders Hall of Fame, and uh, that's a big goal that's for a me. Good goal, yes, that's ma'am. A good goal. So uh, just it's just working hard, you know, just trying to get as many good horses in the barn as I can, and doing my job to get them trained, and hopefully doing my job in the show pen. That's incredible. Good goals. Mm-hmm. Yes, good, ma'am. good goals. Yeah. How often do you need chiropractic? Sometimes I walk with cutters. Say that. With lash. Say that. So I grew up with psoriatic arthritis growing up, and uh, so I actually go, go to the chiropractor a good bit. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I couldn't live without my doctor, Bruce. So. My doctors tell me, though, that if I didn't do this, as much as I moved around everything as a kid, mm-hmm. it's, it's the best thing I could have ever done mm-hmm. done for myself, you know, because um, you're moving all sorts of different parts, parts of your body, and ha- having to move with that horse and everything else, and don't get me wrong, you'll get a little kink every once in a while, but it's a... It's, uh, it's definitely physically demanding a little bit. And how about longevity of the horses? It's like how 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 old do you usually? And obviously, I'm sure it varies horse to horse. But right. as far as competing, like, is there well, an age old? that you kind of like say the horse is kind of ready yeah. to go on and do something different? So it depends. Uh, you know, some people it depends on the goals of the people and the mm-hmm. uh, physical capabilities of the horse. Mm-hmm. You know, I have some people that after their six year old year and they're at age events, they want to sell them and get on get something else younger mm-hmm. so they can stay in those aged events and i've got some people that like the weekend stuff that will compete on them for as long as they'll go and well, as long as how old kind of... was doodle when i won my first buckle so her, the first <laughs> doodle, horse i, I put that. her on when she to show on she was a 25 year old freckles playboy guild mm-hmm. and he showed two or three more years after that now I, the horses was, are kind of like Colby in that aspect. You keep them moving, they keep going. They right, keep going. right, right. It's, and it's the biggest thing is taking care of them. Yeah, you that's know? true. And Look, I had a 35-year-old horse that I could still ride six miles. So the until long, just a few months before he passed. So right. It's all about keeping it moving, right? Well, I had a horse one t- time, the oldest horse I ever had that was still competitive. He was a he was the horse my dad won the Youth World on back in 91. His name was Sonny's Two-Eyed Doc. He's won the Youth World multiple times with different people. Uh, dad was the first one, my granddad. Did a lot of the training on him when he was younger, and uh, he lived to be 32 years old. We showed him until, personally until we were about until he was about 28. Wow! And all he needed was his ox were done fused. He never had a problem. He had one ankle you'd inject every four months if you showed him regular. I mean, it was unbelievable. I've got young horses that 
required more maintenance than what he did. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we tried to retire him a couple of times, and, man, he'd go down and wait and stuff like that. We just think, well, He didn't want to. No, yeah. we'd go back to riding him, and he'd just bulk back up, and he'd look, like he was, he'd look like a dang 12-year-old. <laughs> and uh, we sold him to a little kid that won two years of the, of the junior rodeo cutting Aww. on him, and he died at 32, just a freak deal. And yeah. uh, he was still looking good whenever that happened. Aww. So it just depends on, how, on the physicality and stuff like that. But these horses can go a long time as long as you take care of them. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So... We've got sorting, we've got roping, we've got cutting. What made, obviously your family, you know, was a big part of that. Right. But what do you think makes somebody like passionate about one or the other? Because they all look kind of exciting and fun, right? So, and I have great <laughs> respect for all of it. You know, um, I've roped a little bit. I would not call myself a roper. Um, <laughs> I've sorted a little bit and done pretty well there. I just, cutting has just always been in my blood. And so, there's so many variables to it that there's always something to learn. Mm -hmm. And when you go ask people when they're looking for horses, people are always looking for, whether you're talking about the ropers, the cutter, or the sorters, or the team penners, you don't see them asking for anything but cutting rejects. That was a very good answer. <laughs> That was the sound that means we're at the end. I can't believe like, it goes, it, so, it goes so quick. Tell right. people real quick how they can find you and follow you. Well, you can find me on Facebook at Colby Moore Performance Horses or Instagram. Um, or you can give me a call, 352-299-5057. Um, give me a call. We can get you set up with some lessons or come out to the ranch and come ride a cutting horse. Sounds good. So you guys have lesson horses. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We need oh, to get cool. you guys out there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with us. We'll be right back for the final segment this week of the show. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. Hi, I'm Alan Davies with Equine Therapy International. Today, we're at Engineered Equine Performance, celebrating the new saltwater chilled treadmill. This particular chilled equine saltwater treadmill is a game changer. As you can see, the finest materials are used, the filtration system, coarse, fine filtration, no chemicals. We use UV, ozone, combination of filtration to keep the highest water chemistry standards. Being a saltwater unit, only the finest stainless steel and materials are used. That's important when it comes to longevity and cost of service over the life of the unit. This unit also has integrated massage jets with fine bubbles and coarse air bubbles for the therapy. The control system on this is Siemens industrial grade, top of the line technology, straight from Germany, but also serviceable here in the US. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage, and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages, and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. 
This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian's background is in natural horsemanship and dressage principles with a main focus on maintaining a balance of communication and correct biomechanics between horse and rider. Come to her farm or she'll come to yours. Allow Maria to help you and your horse to unwind and balance to increase performance so that you can both be the best you can be together to build a lifelong partnership of success. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian is a graduate of the Equine Natural Movement School for Equine Structural Integration and a Florida School of Massage graduate. Find Midnight Rose Equestrian on social media and on the web at midnightroseequestrian.com and book your massage for your horse and you right away. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Final segment of the Horse Talk Show this week, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our TV broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa, Louisa Barton in the studio with Maria Lacasse and uh, I have very special guests we've had here this week. Uh, it's been very nice to have Megan and Colby Moore have them back some more. They're going to have them have us over to the farm so we can give it a try <laughs> and, um, and end the day with some massages for the horses and people. Um, but I want to do some mentions and um, one of the things I wanted to say and actually I, I, I don't have the photo. It's on my Facebook. You can find it. Um, but I, I wanted to say thank you to TT Distributors. Um, Dana just a a wonderful wonderful guy um we gave him a call and told him that we had a need for some supplies for south florida and um, i gave him a list of some things hoof hardener thrush treatment oh there you go well done isaac thank you Gigi. thank you the birthday um, boy the yes the birthday boy he's um he's he's getting old on us he's 18 now um but they piled us up with stuff and I asked Shelby, his daughter, who's got the most gorgeous little baby that's just a, so adorable and smiles and smiles and smiles. And I asked Shelby for the for the bill to take to the CEP Foundation. And Shelby said, my dad said, no, I'm just, and I'm when I say, yeah, I'm not even going to say, but it was a lot. So um, if you if you are looking for supplies, please go and shop at TT Distributors and tell them thank you very much because... Mm -hmm. For a smaller business like that, what he gave us was was huge. It gives me goosebumps and made people cry. Um, able to take them so many things they needed. We took pitchforks and halters, brand new halters, and lots of hoof products, and um, and he just loaded us down. So thank you so much. And and you know when when you're thinking of shopping, go and shop at places that support people in hard times because it could have been us, you know. And to know that they would look after people in other areas imagine what they would do for us if it had been so i just think that that's that's a big shout out to them and um, also to scotty mckee who gave us um uh 50 of his thrush uh, medicine to take down south as well 
and um, so many people to thank Larson Hay uh, for $15,000 worth of hay that they've donated to the cause that we've delivered um, down south. And actually, that's um, that's not Larson Hay, but um, but that is some hay that we did take down. But but Larson's actually donated so much hay that um, Richard Larson, I can't say enough about, and Betsy has been an absolute soldier uh, making trips back and forth with me and um, Danielle McGinnity and who's here on the left and and then Frenchie who helped us load up and there's Betsy and then George um, from Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses, uh, the 501c3 who, you know, don't charge anything for their services and depend on donations themselves came to help us. And there's Jake and his lovely wife, Steph. There's Jake um, from Pear Tree Ranch. And there's George. And they came and helped us too. And we uh, Jessica Wellman as well um, from Procyon Training. And there's Betsy. She's just a warrior. Um, we just kept going back and um, stuffing out everything in the truck. And off we go again, loading up, pulling the horse trailer down there with... Um, more products. And there's George from Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses stuffed his horse box full um, of all the supplies that were donated to the Florida Horse Park. And um, just what a great team of wonderful people who, um, you know, spent their gas, their time, their vehicle um, to make these trips with us so that we could go and really um, bless people. And, and the White Horse Farm team, Manny and Kylie and Shannon and all of them there have been so helpful and been willing to be this distribution. And there's Santa Claus. <laughs> there's Jason Reynolds, the executive director of the Florida Horse Park there, dragging a, um, he had heard he'd done something to his bicep and he actually wasn't supposed to be lifting. So he said, well, you know what, I can drag. <laughs> so he went and got some bags of, um, that was just bags of really nice quality hay that was just all lying around. That We just gathered it all up because it was such nice hay and we were able to take that south too. So Jason, thank you. You did such a fantastic job. And um, thank you, Louisa, for also organizing and putting all the things on Facebook and going down when there was flooding and back and forth, even though she's like the unsung hero. She <laughs> give herself props. That's uh, okay. It takes a village, and we had a great team. And I couldn't have done it without Betsy, let me tell you, because I would have been asleep on the side of the road. I don't know how she kept going. But finally, I think on our second trip, she said, why don't you just take a nap? And it was like about the last 30 minutes. And I went, okay. <laughs> and then and she said to me, do you ever sleep? Because I was texting her in the middle of the night. And then I was texting her at seven o'clock in the morning. I have another idea. And she's like, do you ever sleep? I said, I think we need to go again. I think we need to go again. And and she put up with a lot. So um, hats <laughs> off to Betsy for at Larson Hay for, for um, oh yes. And thank you so much to Mark Cassie, who I ran in today at OBS and saw him. Hall of Fame trainer. He's in the Hall of Fame Canada and in the USA. Um, you want to talk about a guy that has just, he does everything just right. His staff love him and they're they are all proud to work for him because he's such a good man and he's such a great trainer. And, and he's just, he. I just went up to him and was chatting to him and he said, what have you been up to? And I said, oh, we've been down to South Florida. And he said, you know, what's it like? And I said, oh, it's terrible. It's so awful, sad. And um, he immediately donated uh, $5,000 of feed and hay at OBS for us to pick up. So Mark and Tina, thank you so much. And actually there he is with uh, Magic, who's in the top 10 most heroic animals in the history of the world and the only living mm. one, uh, Magic, the gentle carousel miniature therapy horse. So 
uh, Mark and Tina there uh, with them. So I just want to say thank you to Mark Cassie for being the guy that you are and having the heart that you do. That's uh, that's a huge donation, and we're so grateful. So, you know, we, we've just had a, an outreach of amazing people. We've got a GoFundMe set up. Um, other than the admin fees that GoFundMe charge, uh, we're not taking anything at all for our time or, or efforts. Um, and the CEP is um, also set up a, um, a, a way that you can send a check in if you want to the foundation for the CEP um, or uh, you can drop off a check if you want to. If you want to mail it in, it's 310 Southeast 3rd Street, Ocala, Florida, 34471. Or you can go to the GoFundMe um, and uh, and do it there. So, But we're going to be, this is going to be going in. Oh, and you can also Look at that. scan the QR code. <laughs> right there. Um, so uh, look at that. Well done. So um, you can click that and uh, and get to it that way fast. So we um, we really hope that you'll help to support this effort. It's going to be ongoing. You know, I think uh, sometimes we think, oh, you know, it's it's all over. It was ten mm. days ago. You right. know, but it's not. This is going to be an ongoing um, rescue and an ongoing rebuild for many, many, many weeks to come. Um, it's really, really sad to go down there and see everything that's happened. And our prayers and thoughts definitely go out to um, anyone who's lost somebody or, or lost their home or their horse or we've seen dogs missing and all sorts of other things so it's really a very very difficult thing to go through and um, and very sad for all of those involved so you know if we can just carry on donating the Florida Horse Park's going to remain a drop-off point until the 21st of this month um, so you can keep dropping off your donations over there we've also taken a lot of dog food and cat food um, as well um, and then don't forget that on a much brighter cheerier note the Breeders Cup is just around the corner the best of the best the richest uh, weekend in horse racing and uh, we'll be there of course at the Breeders Cup as always and we will be mostly connecting you to the horses that were trained here or bred here in our area so make sure you tune in for that very special additional broadcast thank you guys for being with us yep. thank you maria for being back mm. dancing pete hope you tuned in whether you're in ocala marion county the horse capital of the world or not happy horsing around till the same time next week <laughs>